This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 186. My name's Adam Patterson. With me today, we have Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing there, Kevin? I'm doing all right. We're also joined by local celebrity, Ryan Holes. How are you? I'm at Are you tired from signing all those autographs? <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, I did sign, too. Are you really? serious? Yeah, my doctor office. Nice. Wait, from... Who who did you sign? Like were they my doctor, my one nurse wanted. Don't don't they always get your signature? <laughs> they wanted me to sign the article. The uh, article. Uh, are they gonna like frame it or something? I I guess. Whoa! So Ryan was in an article in his local newspaper, and he talked about his disease, and uh, I guess. They were doing it because of the Rite Aid Taxia thing? Is that what yeah, they but it was published too late. It was like a little profile piece on Ryan. It was pretty great. So if you look at my Twitter, Kevin's Twitter, or even Ryan's Twitter, I think, you can find a link to it. So check it out. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hell yeah. I, I think it's pretty cool. That they I like that. how the front picture is me with the shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it reminds me of when when we were the first time we went to South by Southwest and I had you take your shirt off for the badge photo. Yes, <laughs> that was that was hilarious. That was wonderful. I did notice that there was no mention of film pulse in that in that article. What the hell? Yeah, I, I, free- I talked about my podcast a lot. Oh, and she just fucking so she, yeah. kept it she out. She cut it out. Unbelievable. Nice. Yeah. I guess she did. But she got put in there that like, he's a Bengals fan. Yeah. She didn't want to mention the fact that I'll watch movies on like it, it mentioned that you like comedy. But that yeah, I believe yeah. was that was right before yeah. she talked about Family Guy, so yeah. hmm. Oh, well. Could have been some good promotion there. Get those York people. Uh, <laughs> Get all, those, all those cinephiles <laughs> in York. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, be sure to check that out. You know what? I think I'll put a link to it in the show notes so it'll be a little bit easier. What movie do we have you watch this week? Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver's right. Travels. Uh, is this the whatchamacallit one? It's the Jack Black one. Oh, God. I forgot so, that this existed until yeah. just now. Yep. This came out in 2010. This is directed by Rob Letterman. Picked this in honor of Goosebumps coming out this week. Also starring Jack Black and directed by Rob Letterman. Uh, This suggestion comes to us from our friend Leo. Thank you, Leo, for this suggestion. Leo's still around. Yeah, yeah. If if you want to suggest a movie for Ryan, make sure that it is relevant. And send me an email, podcast at filmpulse.net, and I will entertain your suggestion. I think you forgot that, that I have to be tortured when I'm watching a movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't pick a good movie. Come on. 
Unless it's one that you think Ryan would have a really hard time with. Yeah. There there have been a few ones that we consider good that we had him watch over the years. As long as it's got enough conversational starters in there. Yeah. It doesn't really matter about quality. As long as it got those politics. <laughs> did, did did the woman that profiled you? Did you guys like get knee deep in some Peter Pan politics? <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> I'm not. Hmm. Can I, can I just talk a minute about Peter Pan politics? <laughs> and she's like, uh, no. Can we just talk about your <laughs> disease in your life? <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, I have a synopsis here. Travel writer Lumel Gulliver takes an assignment in Bermuda but ends up on an island of Lilliput where he towers over its tiny citizens. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Gulliver's travels. So Gulliver is trying to impress this writer in New York City and he decides to fabricate a story and begins it polished, and she reads it and tells him that he has to uh, go to the Bermuda Triangle and write a piece on that. So he takes a plane to Bermuda, takes a boat to the Triangle, falls asleep on the boat while it's going to the Triangle, and he wakes up, and he is on the shore of an island containing uh, nothing but little people, I'm guessing, is what they're supposed to be. They're like maybe six inches tall, and he's height. So when they find him, they imprison him because he's frightened. They're afraid of him. And then he breaks out of jail and saves the princess from being kidnapped. And he also... What, what, what princess? Where's this princess? Of this island. Is she little as well? She's a little yeah. person? Okay. And he also saves her dad, who's the king. And he saves him by peeing on a fire and putting out the fire. Ah. His life. Can you imagine the smell if you're a little person? Oh, my goodness. I mean, to be inundated with that much urine. Jack Black. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's great that it kind of saved your life. But at the same time, Lord have mercy. That's too much urine. It would be a flood of urine. Exactly. That's just too much. Uh, so they did let him out of jail. <laughs> and he's the big hero. Mm. And someone attacks the island that they're on. And he goes out into the ocean and fucks everything up. Because he's invulnerable to what they're doing. And he finally gets back to New York City. And they 
He meets back up with this reporter girl who's played by Amanda Peen. And they live happily ever after. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, I didn't mention some of the other people that are in this. We have Jason Siegel, Emily Blunt, Amanda Peet, as you mentioned, Billy Conley, Chris O'Dowd, TJ Miller, James Corden. Uh, it's a lot of people in this. So, what did you think of it overall? I thought it was way too silly. Mm. There are a lot of star, there is a lot of star power, but it's a kid's movie, I think. Oh, it is rated PG, so yeah, it's probably more geared towards kids. I did see this movie back when it came out, although I literally remember nothing about it, so... What? I remember nothing about this one. I had to watch it twice in the last two days because I didn't remember anything the first time. It's it's a bland movie. Mm. Not many exciting things happen. Just Jack Black like, being Jack Black. Oh, Jack, Jack Black being on people. Being on people. That's funny for about five seconds. <laughs> the whole movie's just him pissing on everyone. <laughs> does he, does he urinate more than once? No, just uh, once. Oh, thank goodness. Probably because he kills half the population with his with his destructive urine. Pee flood. Fucking <laughs> great pee flood. The great pee flood of 2010. <laughs> oh god. So not a lot to not a lot of opinions about this one. I don't know. It was just too silly and dull. It, they, I mean, some of the things were kind of funny, like some of the the little people on the island. Some of their interactions with Jack Black, they're kind of funny. Mm. But as a whole, not really for me at all. Hmm. Well, this has a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, Kevin, I take it that you have not seen this one. I have not, no. I don't know. It was just, it's a movie that I kind of wish I had the... Time back that I never would have watched it, especially twice. <laughs> because even when you understand what's happening, it's still stupid. Is the bad guy played by Chris O'Dowd? Is he the bad guy? Yes. And he, I remember there's a scene where he gets into like a rope. He builds like a giant mech and they fight, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, this is ridiculous because what I'm seeing in Wikipedia here is that. He builds a robot from the blueprints of Gulliver's Guitar Hero 3 game manual. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's, that's what I'm saying. So ridiculous things like that. What are we doing to Jonathan Swift's classic? Guitar Hero 3, dude. <laughs> oh my what, what I, what I want to know is why does he have a Guitar Hero 3 game manual with him in the Bermuda Triangle? Is he just boning up on the, the ins and outs? Read, no, it was just some reading material, some light reading material for the trip. Oh, my God. He's having issues with the controls. He just got it. He got it before the trip to the Bermuda Triangle. And he's like, I'm going to master this game manual, and then when I come back, I'm going to be the master of Guitar Hero 3. 
he was he was playing standard mode with the, the three keys, and he was really trying. He's really struggling with expert mode when they add that fourth key in there. Yeah, and that's I think that's what it was. And he he's was just, just he's doing research. research. He's yep. doing his research. Research. You got to commend him. Hmm. Takes his Guitar Hero three seriously. Why is Guitar Hero three in a remake of a Jonathan Swift classic novel? Why? Like, who yeah. thought that this was a good idea? I well, assume this... because was this around the time that Guitar Hero was popular? Yeah, I was just gonna say because I, I would hope so. Twenty ten. Be, even worse if it was at a time when Guitar Hero three <laughs> was not popular. I, I hope that there's a Guitar Hero three manual in Goosebumps. <laughs> like that's one of the that's one of the books that gets opened up by R. L. Stein and and Guitar Hero three gets unleashed onto the world. Uh, that'd be great if that's his shtick. He always has a Guitar Hero 3 manual somehow involved in the plot. Yeah, that's Ralph Letterman's shtick. (laughs) Guitar Hero 3 manual. Oh, God. Yeah, that, that, 2010, that's right around the same time that the, uh, instrument games were huge. Mm. But not saying that there's a place for it in Gulliver's Travels, because obviously there's not. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, no, and uh, the whole robot fight thing was ridiculous, too. I remember how stupid that was. Yeah. And what kind of movie has Chris O'Dowd being a bad guy? How could you not like Chris O'Dowd? Seriously. I, I think because in this, he, there's a lot of smart Alec Collins. So he's not really like an evil, evil man. He's more like a smart ass. He's kind of a dick. Guy. Uh, yeah, Chris O'Dowd has played a dick in a couple different movies. I know he was a dick in that one with Nick Frost, the the dancing one, the salsa one. Mm-hmm. I think he was kind of a a dickhead in that one. But hmm, okay. Uh, let's talk about the director. Let's talk about Rob Letterman and and his affinity for Guitar Hero Three manuals. <laughs> so, in addition to Gulliver's Travels and Goosebumps, he did Monsters vs. Aliens, which was that animated film that i wasn't a big fan of and he did shark tale which i also was not a big fan of in fact i hated shark tale actually well i never saw monsters yeah that one was disappointing to me i i liked the the concept of that one but uh i didn't think it was that funny so yeah pretty pretty light filmography for him but I'd say that most of his movies have been successful, at least financially. Yeah. It's, you know. it's, I guess yeah. that's all that matters in Hollywood. That's all that matters, Ryan. Well, all his movies are kids' movies, too, so that's obviously not our demographic. No. Have you seen any of his movies, Kevin? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I have. He did the the visual effects work on Lake Placid. Ooh. I didn't see that. I, I I liked Lake Placid. Didn't the alligator come out of the water and ate the person? Yeah, I think it was Betty White. It ate Betty White, I think. Oh no! Pretty sure she was the older older lady in that. The cut eaten by the alligator. Oh, I, I saw parts that. of Monsters vs. Aliens. I didn't see the whole thing, but parts of it. It's not very good. Yeah, it's all right. I remember that whole scene in Lake Placid looking pretty awful. That's an older movie. That came out in 1999. (laughs) I'm not a fan of anything that 
Rob Letterman's done. No. Oh, no. The guitar three manual was for PS3 or Xbox 360. What I want to know oh, is man. how did he craft a giant mech out of that manual? Like what? What was contained know. in that manual that led him to design a giant mech? I guess because he had it, and they thought he was like a god. Yeah, but I mean, what? What did he use from that manual? Are there, were there pictures of giant mechs in the Guitar Hero Three manual? I I don't remember the mech that much. Yeah, because the mech is kind of. Ridiculous looking. Like, I don't know where that would come from. Exactly. Oh, and he gets a wedgie. He gets a wedgie from the mech. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Are there any <laughs> fart jokes in this? Uh, I think there might be one or two. I could just see it where Jack Black farts and it's like a wind. It's like a giant <laughs> gust of wind that, like, blows people away. I could just totally see that happening. jokes. If not, it's a... More than likely, it's at least a deleted scene. Yeah, I'm sure. Didn't make it. Left on the cutting room floor. How were the effects? How are the this, the effects with Jack Black being giant and everybody else being tiny? They're okay for the most part. Are they on par with Indian in the cupboard? I never saw that. Ugh. <laughs> I saw Indian disgusted. in the cupboard. You're just disgusted with him. I never saw Indian in the cupboard. That was a huge movie when we were little. Mm-hmm. Nope. God. Too busy watching Reboot. <laughs> he watched Reboot 24-7. Reboot was blast. We now, had one channel, the Reboot channel. Now, I'm not sure if we ever talked about him on the show before, but what's your take on Jack Black, Ryan? Are you a fan of his? Sometimes, and sometimes I'm not. Hmm, okay. And Kevin, you used to be a pretty big Jack Black fan. Jack Black's all right. It's just sometimes when he goes into that, you know, that hyper mode, it just to get, it's it's a bit too much. I'm actually it's, kind of. It's good in small doses. It's just tough when they have him, you know, shouldering something on his own, being the lead. Yeah, it's just too much Jack Black. I agree, and and I'm kind of that's kind of what makes me interested in seeing him in this Goosebumps movie because I don't know. It, seems like maybe it could be like a different role for him and it's not just him it's you know he's bouncing off of other people so maybe it'll be worth checking out we do have a review for goosebumps up on the site today so ernie reviewed it and gave it a seven so i guess it, he liked it but i don't know uh let's go ahead and give you a drum roll before we get too too much further into goosebumps ryan what do you give gulliver's travels Three. No, three out of ten. I feel like we're throwing it through a lot of threes getting thrown out threes. recently. And that one, that one just sounded like he he, he couldn't even be bothered to say it. Yeah. I almost him. Three. Very, it just kind of yeah. fell out of your Yeah, one, one of these days I hope we have a movie where you're just, when I ask you for a score, you just go, I don't even, yeah. it doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that, just, was, that, that three just kind of sounded like it, it fell out of your mouth. Yeah. Like you, it's a lackadaisical three. Yeah. So, what do you think? What are your thoughts on Goosebumps? Uh, we didn't make a movie about something as popular 20 years ago. 
are what I want to know because I genuinely don't know this. Are Goosebumps books still relevant? Are they still being read by children? That's that's my first question because in the the trailer for this movie, it looks like all of the characters, all the Goosebumps books characters that are in this movie are all the ones from when we were kids and Goosebumps was popular. Like the uh the like Slappy the dummy from uh Night is Night is a Living no, Dummy. Um, uh and there's like a Yeti character from I can't remember which what that one was called, but I remember the cover. It looks like there's like a spin-off series that's been going on. Oh really? It's like from 94 to 2000 and then 2008 to now. Can you buy Goosebumps on Amazon? Oh, I'm sure. But I'm still, I'm still wondering, like you know, like you said, is it, is it still relevant? Like, are there a lot of kids reading Goosebumps? And and the reason I'm like, asking, every single person had Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. And the reason I'm asking is because this movie seems like it's geared towards kids. It's it's a family film, but. It also seems to me like it it maybe would be more successful if they uh if they marketed it to us, you know, the people in their late twenties, early thirties that grew up with goosebumps. Dark movie. I'm not saying that make it like dark and adult or anything, but make it a little bit more adult, you know, make the humor a little bit more biting or I don't know. <laughs> of course I haven't seen the movie. Maybe it is like that. From the trailers that I've seen, it it looks like a kid's movie. It looks kind of like yeah. Jumanji. Wonder if Jack Black pees on him. I hope so. I hope he pees on everybody. <laughs> Just randomly pees on people. I don't know. It's kind of a... If you're going to make a Goosebumps movie, it's kind of a clever way to do it where, you know, the books are actually... The, the, the characters from the books come to life. Because what... What are you going to do? You know, oh, you'd make a Goosebumps movie. How, like, what is there? Because it's not just one story, you know? Yeah. It seems to me like they only had a few options. Yeah. The, what they did or maybe do some sort of anthology or something. But there was yeah. a Goosebumps TV show also that brought a lot of the books to life. And that show was really bad. It was one of those Canadian kids shows. Like, are you afraid of the dark? But much worse. Didn't they want a Nickelodeon? No, the Goosebumps show was on Fox, uh, I think. At least I remember seeing it on Fox. The Are You Afraid of the Dark was on Nickelodeon. The old Snick, the old Snick lineup. Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark was the best. Yeah, Are You Afraid of the Dark was the best. And I think it, that show still has one of the best intros of any show ever. It was the scariest intro. And then the show itself was so goofy and dumb. But that <laughs> intro, man, I'll never forget it. I think I had a huge collection of Goosebumps books, but I think I owned way more than I actually read. I think, yeah, I think I, think, I had, like, I didn't have that many. And I think it was because I didn't read them, so my parents wouldn't buy me anymore. I think that was the cool thing about Goosebumps books, was that you didn't even, most people didn't even read the damn things, they just collected them. Yeah. Because they had really cool covers, like Say Cheese and Die. <laughs> that was my yes. favorite. <laughs> Say cheese and die. <laughs> uh, wonderful. All right, so I may be checking out the Goosebumps movie. I haven't decided yet. I'll probably actually I'll probably just wait on that one. I don't I don't need to see that in the theater. 
Nah, I take it, Ryan, you have no interest in actually seeing it. Fuck that. Oh. You were a Goosebumps kid growing up, weren't you? Yeah. I love the books, but like you I just, said. You just wait for that. Not there about them for 15, 20 years. I kind of lost interest. Yeah. I, had you, I think I lost interest when they were still relevant, actually. <laughs> yeah, really. Because I, I know that I no longer bought them or collected them or whatever, and they were still pushing those things out like every week. Wait. I, I used to get so excited for the Scholastic Book Fair. Oh my god! In, in hopes that there'd be some new Goosebumps books available. Talk about like the greatest point of the school year. Would you go into school and the book fair is open? Oh, it's like yeah, goodness, the book fair. Oh, and you'd stock up on your pencils and your eraser tips, the customized one. That way you could show off your personality. <laughs> I always liked there was this there was this one line of pencils that they were like the wood was actually colored so it'd be like green or orange and they'd have really crazy designs carved in them and stuff I loved those pencils I can't remember the name of them but they were awesome <laughs> I like the curly cube pencils those were stupid <laughs> only dorks <laughs> used those dumbass curly cube pencil Wrong with you. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts, Ryan, on Goosebumps or Gulliver's Travels? Uh, no. No? Mm-hmm. Skip it on both accounts? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think that that's going to do it for the week. Be sure to send us your questions. Podcast at filmpulse.net is the address. Follow us on Twitter at my legs don't work at filmpulse.net and at Film Pulse Kevin. See how I switched up this week? And take a minute to look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse, and consider helping us keep the site and the show running. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holtz, my name is Adam Patterson. We'll see you on Monday. Oh my goodness.